You're listening to RIA Collective with your host, Charlie Van Derven, a podcast designed to help financial professionals remove the fear and anxiety around going independent. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of RIA Collective. I'm your host, Charlie Van Derven. I'm joined today by Anthony Malachik, who is uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, not too far from my uh, my stomp, old stomping grounds in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So we can talk Packers and stuff, maybe offline, Anthony. Uh, Anthony is growing an office for North Rock Partners in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we're going to learn what that means um, and get a little, you know, a little, little flavor of Anthony's journey from a more captive environment into this independent and actually pretty impressive role with Northrock, man. Anthony, you were sharing with me where, where those, that the asset levels are getting to, man, and the numbers are blowing my mind. Before we dive into that, Anthony, welcome and thanks for being my guest today. Charlie, appreciate it, man. Good to, good yeah. to see you. Yeah, other Wisconsinites, man. We got you know kindred souls and spirits. I got for those of you on video, I got the the Packer logo hanging on my wall back there somewhere. So um, yeah, I haven't lived in Green Bay, Anthony, for like thirty years, but it's still home. Will always be home, and I kind of I, I bleed green and gold, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I recently moved back to the area after after uh, almost twelve years of of being in the Chicago area. So good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. Different environment, even just, even you're like, you know, what, 80, 90 miles North of Chicago right now, but the whole world yep. changes a little bit, right? <laughs> it does. Absolutely. You get North of that border. We're preparing a, we're preparing a post, uh, for next Friday. Maybe it's this Friday. Um, it's national cheese day. So we're preparing, there you a, go. We're preparing a cheese related post for LinkedIn. I like to do, you know, fun stuff on Fridays, right? Business stuff on Mondays and Wednesdays. There you so, go. Anthony, I want to learn from your experience, right? We got a limited time, so I'm not going to take up cheesing Packer talk anymore. Um, listen, you were at, you know, like a lot of people, right? You you uh, you land at one of the big bank brands. We'll leave the brand name out of it; doesn't matter. You land at one of the big bank bank brands. When you and I were getting to know each other a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned that you had just kind of outgrown them, right? They just they just um, you were working with maybe it was a higher echelon of client. I don't think so, but there's a limited scope as to what you can provide when you're in some of those environments. You know, let let me your knowledge on that. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, one of the one of the things that we often talk about is just knowing that most people are are busy, and the busy busier you get, you know, the more the more complex things can become, and the more people kind of think through, um, you know, what their financial future looks like and all the moving pieces that come with that, and so when we when we were going through this, we were kind of, you know, looking at different different ways to service our clients at the end of the day. And, you know, if our job is to organize and simplify and provide clarity and peace of mind, um, to to us it just became pretty clear that we needed to to be able to have a little bit more flexibility in things uh that we could provide that clients were asking us us to do. And so at the end of the day, um allowing you know us to to kind of be able to service them and provide our clients peace of mind and enjoying uh enjoying life and and hopefully getting a little bit of time back was kind of the goal there cool awesome so you you land with in 2019 north rock partners um i i'm sure you're you know we 
you're you're uh, you're a guy who does your diligence. Uh, just getting to know you a little bit these last couple of weeks. Um, it's not like you jumped to the first opportunity. I imagine you kicked some tires. What was it about North Rock Partners that provided um, that ability to better serve clients? You you and I kind of touched on it a little bit, but one of the things that we um, really really thought made a lot of sense was was a personal office model and. Yeah. Um, at Northrock, it's just being able to truly understand a client's goals, values, objectives, and then tie in their investment plan wherever wherever they have assets uh, that's in coordination and in alignment with their tax plan, their estate plan, you know, their their risk and asset management um, across the board. So it was it was kind of the all encompassing personal office. That's awesome, man. I I've identified six reasons, Anthony, and doing you know and doing this show and a couple of decades of serving advisors and knowing you know the captive side of the industry and kind of that hybrid that hybrid independent side and then RIA. Um, I think there's six reasons people move. We don't even have to dive into a lot of them. Flexibility is one of those things. Client service is a huge one, right? So it sounds like that's kind of where those two things are where your mind went, you had to get out of an old environment into a new environment to be able to provide those things, not only for you, but for your clients. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, client, the more that you get to know about me, you know, the more um, I believe in servant leadership and, you know, being, being somebody that really kind of puts the client's interest first and knowing that that was out there um, became almost a no brainer for us to just, service or client better. Yeah, cool. Now you've already you've already touched on it, but tell me tell me a little bit about that personal office. I see on the website it's it's actually a trademark term, so I'm stoked about that. Um what does that mean at Northrock? What's that personal office aspect mean? Is that more is that geared up like, you know, traditionally in the industry we call it a family office, same sort of thing? Um no, I, you know, personal office really just goes to the ability that we can um, go do what our clients are asking for and whether it's, you know, helping them on their tax planning, tax advice, tax preparation, tax filing, or being a resource to them on private investments or private real estate, um, allocating capital across public markets and, and private markets. Uh, being able to integrate their, you know, their estate plan with their investment plan, with their tax plan, um, at the end of the day, is is what we strive to do through the personal office model. And if we do our job, um, even dropping, you know, financial. I mean, a lot of times clients are coming to me with things that aren't even aren't even financial, and and we you know, encourage each other and our employees and our colleagues and all the great people that we have to lean in, right? And the more we know about our clients, the better we can help them make good financial decisions. And when you have uh, all of this complexity around us, you know, and then you add in the behavior element that is here and it's real, um, we know that if we understand our client better, we know what's going on in their life that we can actually uh, lead them to better advice over long periods of time too. I love it. So it's really more about the flexibility versus when I think of family office related to a lot, you know, a lot of other firms, that's, that's more of a, that's an upper echelon type brand. This isn't necessarily that, but 
more of the flexibility to serve them as a fiduciary as opposed to the, you know, maybe the constraints that were on at your previous at the previous firm? Yeah, I would say both. It kind of depends on the client, right? Is is yeah. we're able to help um all sorts of different clients achieve achieve what they're trying to achieve in life. Yep. Awesome, dude. Now you're building a personal office in Milwaukee right now. First off, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, really well. I mean, circumstances that led me to, to back to Wisconsin were not ideal uh, family, but I, ha- yeah. I have great partners at Northrock. And, you know, when I when I went to my team and talked to a couple of the other advisors and leaders, uh, they were 100 percent in support of of uh, having regional presence here in Wisconsin, which I had already had a, a lot of clients from this area. Um, and, and we have quite a bit of presence, but yeah, it's going, it's going really well. We're, we're very fortunate to just have good people around us, helping us, um, get this project done. And, um, I'm actually in the office today and hopefully pushing this down the stretch and should be completed by mid-February. Right, man. Getting close. Yeah. Um, As you, as you grow that Anthony now, of course there's, you know, we're always, we're always, we're all growing our businesses. Right. So there's, there's helping more families and more people. Um, Do you foresee a day where maybe there's more than yourself as far as advisors working out of that office? We are as much as we can bringing advice and maybe cushy landing spots to people who are looking for change. Um, Is that something that you foresee in, in the Milwaukee office? Yeah, we, I mean, for me personally, I I get a lot of job satisfaction out of obviously helping my clients, um, but also my colleagues, peers, um, other advisors. I was fortunate to have great mentors early in my career, and so being able to be a resource to others that are in this industry, and then you know from a partnership or or or, you know, an opportunity that comes along, that's definitely, definitely something that's in the back of my mind. Cool. Awesome. So growing, growing team. Very cool. So yep. and I'll get to your, as, as your willingness to be a resource. Thank you for that, by the way, I'll get, before we wrap up, we'll get, uh, we'll get some easy ways to contact you. I know LinkedIn works. That's how we met. Um, but uh, so we'll grab those, that information a little bit, uh, a little bit later before we wrap up here. Um Anthony, you uh, you said something. I asked you a couple questions when we got together to get, to get to know each other and and just feel like you know make sure that this was a right fit for everybody. Um, one of the things I asked you was in 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 you know in a career that you've been in now from the, on the wealth management side of things for more than a decade. Um, in this transition period, is there anything that you did that you were like, gosh, I wish I maybe would have done that a little differently? You know, I wouldn't say differently. Um, I would, you know, make sure that we, we did an incredibly professional, um, approach to, to this decision and a lot went into it before we actually, you know, went down the path of that. So you just be making sure that you're really checking all boxes, crossing T's, dotting I's, and just kind of thinking through, um, how that looks and feels and, and making sure that it's really professional, um, as you embark on that. But then I would say, you know, maybe the hard, hard, hardest part was not being able to really talk about my, with my partners, we could talk, but like our colleagues, our peers, even our spouses, you know, we, we were very confidential because we were dealing with our client's livelihood and we knew it was the best decision for our client. But that was, I would say, 
you know, I wouldn't change it. But as I reflect back on that, that was probably the most difficult thing is not being able to like talk to people about it. Yeah, no doubt, man. I I can't even imagine, right? When you're you've you've been serving clients, and you know, of course, I've gotten to know a lot of people through the through the podcast and other ways. People in your position um, who have made that change, and I think they probably all echo that, right? As you know, changes on the horizon, you know it's better for them. But because of your agreements with the prior firm, you got to be pretty careful with the way that you communicate that. Yep. Um, Flip side of that, right? Something, and, and you brought up something that I haven't heard somebody say before when I asked, what's something that you did well, Anthony, that maybe you didn't even know you were doing it well, but was was pivotal? You said patience. Like this industry in a lot of cases is go, 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 hammer, 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 right? Um, patience, that was, that was a little bit different. Elaborate on that. Why was patience so important for your success moving forward? Yeah, it's a good question. And it's it's actually something that I, in in life, like I, I, I value quite a bit. I think a lot of people are too eager to, you know, get something done or and, and not patient enough to just kind of put the work in and then see what comes. And, and part of the transition that we went through was um, that delayed gratification. You know, if you, if we put our client's interests first and, and we care through transition and think about what they're thinking about, how they're thinking about it, why they're thinking about the the things that they're thinking about. And then, you know, allowing the client to, at the end of the day, make the decision that they think is in the best interest of their family. And, and when you, when, you know, when you approach something that way, um, you know, it can feel like you're losing control. But what I found in, you know, the 17 years of being in this, in this industry is, is that patience, uh, the more that you're patient over long periods of time uh, tends to be the right thing for the client. And then at the end of the day, it can also be a good thing for your your peers, your colleagues, and your organization. Yeah, that's awesome, man. In a world, and I think this is more on that captive side of the industry, but in a world where quotas and, and things like that are pushed so heavily from a sales management perspective, um, it's hard to be patient. So it's, that's, that's a breath of fresh air. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that. You bet. Uh, talk to me about, uh, about your goals. Like, right. You know, you're growing this office in Milwaukee right now, and I'm sure that your goals are coupled in part with North Rock's goals. Where are you going, Anthony? I, you know, I'm, I'm just very fortunate to be kind of challenged every day by an incredible client base that has given me and my team their trust and, and so I feel like if I if we put our head down and do a good job for our clients that uh, 2023 and beyond, you know, tur- turns out how we want it to look, um, which we are growing, you know, we are we are definitely bringing on new clients. Uh, the cool thing about bringing on new clients is that it allows us to add additional services or do additional things for our clients. So for me, you know, growth is great, but if if growth isn't impacting, you know, my team or my clients, then it's not that important. But there are, you know, three, four things that are in the back of our minds here at Northrock that we want to continue to add to even deliver better service to our clients and a better experience to our clients too. That's awesome. I find even, you know, with the with the, you know, with social advisors, the company outside of the podcast and such, um, when you bring on a client that has a unique specific need to your point 
it it automatically broadens what you can provide yep. for everybody else who maybe didn't even know or you didn't know they had that need at the time. So um, that that is pretty cool. That gives you an opportunity to innovate a little bit and and get better at what you provide as a, as a result of it. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is fun. That is a kind of fun, fun part of being, you know, there is a lot of responsibility when it comes to being independent and working with, with a relatively, you know, smaller, smaller team at North Rock, but um, it also allows us to, you know, be more creative and always look to be innovative and bring different technologies or solutions to clients that help them make better decisions. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it, man. And uh, and you already offered it up, so I got to ask, how can people best get in contact with you, Anthony? If they've got a question about maybe North Rock, a question about how you went through your decision-making process, you know, maybe maybe they're looking for a soft landing spot there in Milwaukee somewhere. Or now, North Rocks North Rocks all over the place. I noticed on the on the website, but yep. um, regionally, you're in Milwaukee, Chicago, uh, and Minneapolis. Um, so if there, if someone wants to reach out to you, learn more about your journey, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, I would, you know, regionally you're correct. Minneapolis, Chicago, Milwaukee. Um, but we also have presence on both the East coast and West coast and our clients are, you know, all over the United States and, and quite frankly, you know, even international, um, on our, on certain, uh, segment of our of our business so yeah anybody that is really trying to you know think about what their next step is i mean you can reach out via linkedin like you had mentioned um the other way is through the website um you can also email me directly and happy to uh, have a conversation and and go from there well what's the what's the email address anthony period malachnik at northrockpartners.com all right. Spell Malachnik for us, Anthony, because I can't. <laughs> it's not Smith, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> M-L-A-C-H-N-I-K. Makes sense, right? Not not yeah. often do we, yeah. yeah there's, there's some combinations, I think, Slavic combinations of letters in there that we don't often see pushed together. Um, but, uh, you know, so it's it's actually phonetically, it's freaking spot on. It is, but I, yep, but I right. didn't know that till I asked like, all right, <laughs> yeah. Anthony, how do you pronounce your last name? Right. So, um, Anthony Malachnik, thank you so much for being my guest on REA collective. You, uh, uh, you bring a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom. Um, you're a very thoughtful person. Now it doesn't take me long. It doesn't take me spending much time with you to know that about you. Like even when we were getting acquainted a couple of weeks ago and in our conversation today, you're calculated, man. You stop for a second, you pause. So your advice on patience, like I see it in you, even just in a conversation, it's pretty amazing actually. So that's, that's cool, that. man. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. Appreciate you. Yeah. Love, love having you as a guest. Um, and, uh, and anybody who took some time out of their today, their time today, um, that's the one thing you can't make more of. So when you share it with us, uh, absolutely appreciate the heck out of that. If uh, if listening to my conversation with Anthony or other podcast or other episodes of Aria Collective has benefited you, I'd urge you to share it. And of course, on the listening platform of your choice, if you can give us a review, that helps us reach more people. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of RIA Collective. On behalf of Anthony Malachnik and Charlie Van Derven, we'll see you sometime down the road. 
You've just listened to another episode of RIA Collective with your host, Charlie Van Derven. For more information, visit riacollective.com. Now, have a great day.